Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's getting hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. It's getting hot, hot, hot. I am giving sexy nerd. And I'm giving sexy nerd because it is midnight. It is 12, 11 a.m. And let me just say this. Let me just say this. I'm a dumb... I am a dumb whore for waiting this long to record. It, it is 1,000% my fault. It is 1,000% my fault. I love a good match. Listen, I love some good matches. I am lighting a candle. It's called Mold Cider. I get it from, I almost said McDonald's. I get it from Walmart. It's the one thing about matches, though. Ooh, a match will burn you. A match will burn you so quick. A match will burn you with the quickness. Sets off my fire alarms. Oh, let me show y'all the candle. Let's not burn my mic. It's called mold cider. Okay. I get it. I get it from Walmart because, listen, it's just my favorite scent. I... I have smelled other mold cider candles and I don't think they hit like the one from Walmart. Um, the only one that I think smells exactly like it is one that my roommate has and I think she gets it from like Tyler Candle Company or something like that. I remember it was like something along the lines with like Tyler or whatever. I don't know if it was from Tyler, Texas or I'm pretty sure it was like the company itself was called Tyler, whatever. Um, it's, it is the only thing that oh i know the side of my head looks like a peanut from the proud family but it is the only candle that smells like that one but the thing is it doesn't have that price babes it doesn't have that price it doesn't have the 397 price so i simply rather get the one from walmart <laughs> but mold cider is my favorite candle scent and if you don't know now you know if you don't know, now you know. Hey, and if you don't know, now you know. Okay, girl, just run the intro. We can leave that. I love my curls, but like sometimes they just don't want to work. And right now my nails are looking kind of messed up i need to get my nails done i haven't got my nails done in so long hey julie hey girl um i was on i was literally on a dance team with my nail girl and now i love her i'm obsessed with her my two favorite nail techs i went to high school with them hi my two favorite nail techs that i've like ever had do my nails and like adored it i went to high school with them problem they stay in houston and i stay in college station so not only do I have to pay for my nails to get done, I have to pay for the gas to get my nails done. Hey, yeah, I'm not getting my nails done that often. And any time that I've ever cheated on my nail girls, my nails look like trash. So I like, I would rather not. I would rather not. I would rather not.
Oh, it's giving sexy red right now. I love sexy red. I love that sexy red refuses to get contacts because like I think wearing glasses is such a cute look. And now if you listen to the last podcast episode, you would know that I don't need glasses. These are actually blue light glasses. But sometimes I think glasses look cute. Like I didn't want to do it, girl, but I'm gonna do it. It's cute. It's giving. But now she's sexy. You see, you see the way glasses can really transform a face. Like it can really transform a face. Oh, I know one day I'm gonna regret watching this video back and seeing how messy I ended up getting like looking on this podcast episode. Girl, my hair looks knotted the hell up. It looks knotted the hell up. By the way, I still have glitter on me from the look from the last podcast episode. Glitter, okay. Glitter is the herpes of the arts and crafts world. And I love glitter. I adore, It is my favorite thing about glitter is that once it gets on you, you cannot get rid of it. You cannot get rid of it. You cannot get rid of glitter even if you tried. And that is my favorite thing about glitter is that it is not easy to take off. Take off. That's why the lip gloss, like, so the lip gloss that I wore in the last podcast episode had glitter in it. I'm wearing it again. In fact, all of my favorite lip glosses have glitter in them. And so I'm always covered in glitter. My boyfriend always has glitter on him and it is from me. And like, oh my, I love something that has rhinestones. I love something that sparkles. Like, I love a good sparkly, warkly, sparkly, warkly. Now that's a sentence. I love a good sparkly moment. Anyways talking about glitter talking about glitter being the herpes of the arts and crafts world also tell me what i've been printing out my own bookmarks i made this one it's from throne of glass i will be talking about my books today my favorite books that i've been reading because she's been reading akatar and i'm currently on a court a court of silver flames i think i'm on a court of silver flames is what the book title is but this one's from throne of glass hey editing brianna coming in i look I look horrible, but this is your one and only warning. Book spoilers, book spoilers, skip ahead, skip ahead a minute, skip ahead a minute. Sorry, that's my bad, that's my bad, that is my bad, skip ahead a minute. And it says, if I die because of you, I'll beat the shit out of you in hell. Aelin, Ashriver, White, Thorn, Galathinius. I'm sorry if you were in the middle of reading Throne of Glass. <laughs> because her name is a spoiler. Um, sorry, I'm so sorry. I'll put a spoiler alert. No, I won't. Sorry. No, I have to put a spoiler alert. That's a big spoiler. So this is my Throne of Glass bookmark. I know you can't see it. I know. Pose. But it says, if I die because of you, I'll beat the out of you in hell. By Aelin Galanthinius. And I love, this is when her and Manon are fighting that when they first meet and Manon is like ordered by the king to kill Aelin. Um, yeah, she's ordered by the- <laughs> I was trying to figure out if y'all knew her name was Aelin or not. But this is when you find out that she's like trying to kill Aelin. And... They end up fighting and they're about to die. 
And Aelin has the option to leave Manon there or take her with her and save her life. Aelin, for some reason, is like, you know, it really feels like there's some divine intervention on why I should save your life. So now she's saving Manon's life, but now they're both about to die. So that's why she says, if I die because of you, I'll be the shit out of you in hell. And I literally have that quote posted on my Instagram. I took a picture where I said it in the book because I was like, that is just such an amazing quote. To like literally be fighting someone and to just accept, hey, we're both going to hell. Hey, we're both going to die. Hey, we're both going to hell. But yeah, so I have a bunch of bookmarks. I literally just like make them on Canva and then like print them on some very thick paper. And some of these are actually like Canva, um, Canva, what's it called? Templates. Like all my Christmas ones are Canva templates. I didn't feel like, you know, doing them. But then... This is a Canva template. This one is, but I edited it a little bit. But then this one I made by myself. And there's another one that I made by myself. Oh my God, that got water on it. And then there's another one that I made by myself. That's all my face, but that's currently sitting in a book that I'm reading. Um, but yeah, so I've been reading A Court of Silver Flames. We'll get back to the glitter comment in a second. Okay, you know what? Let's say the glitter comment now, because if I don't say the glitter comment now, I'm gonna forget it. So the reason why I said talking about glitter is because I've been watching Only Murders in the Building. Babe, why did no one tell me that Only Murders in the Building was such a good TV show? Now I understand people talk about it on social media. I've been seeing it on Twitter. And yet again, my Twitter is private. If you hear me in previous podcast episodes where I'm like, go follow me on Twitter. That's where I'm the most active. No babies, we had to shut it down because like, she is not PG-13 on Twitter, y'all. She is not PG. She is rated R. That was that was ghetto. That was stupid. She is rated R on Twitter. And honestly, if you want to see what I'm posting, if you want to see what go down on my Twitter, you got to follow me. I'm. You don't have to follow me. I mean, honestly, if you just tweet at me and mention me and say, hey, I'm a fan of the podcast, like, add me, I'll add you. But if you... <laughs> But, like, if you want me to unprivate my Twitter, one of these Podmas episodes needs to get 100,000 downloads. And that is the only way that I'm going to unprivate my Twitter because, like, I refuse. I'm sorry. Your girl has to be a professional. Your girl has to go into the corporate America world. She cannot just have a public Twitter. Girl, the way I be tweeting, the things I be tweeting, no, the things I like with my whole chest, no. Um, so we can't do that. Because I refuse, I refuse to be called into the office. Um, I'm not sure I understand. I don't care, Siri. No one was talking to you. I refuse to be called into the office just for them to have printouts of my tweets and say, can you explain this? No, the hell I can't. No, I absolutely cannot. Because if you're on Twitter, you get it. Like, that's just that. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. No, I cannot explain why I'm liking a picture of a donut that looks like a butthole. Like, no. In fact, I have some crazy things on Twitter. And it's always on my timeline. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't see this. Like, I can't be in public on my Twitter. Because, like, the people I follow, the people, not the Ralph Mayhem, the people I follow be tweeting crazy things, a.k.a. Ben. Ben, I'm calling you out all podness. Why are you retweeting porn? Because now I'm in public and now there's porn on my timeline and now I got to close the app and be embarrassed because people are going to think it's me. No, the whole time it's my cousin. 
don't worry we will interview ben during podmas because i gotta go back to houston so i'm gonna force him to be in a podcast episode and we're gonna sit him down and we're gonna ask him about his twitter anyways back to the glitter comment only murders in the building i don't want to spoil anything for you but all i'm gonna say is there's an episode where they use glitter to track down who did it and i was like ah, gagged i was gagged and you know the funny thing is I'm sorry, I play with my drawers when I'm podcasting. The funny thing is, I I said that it was that person from episode one. I was like, I bet you it's her. I bet you it's them. I bet you it's her. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you they did it. I bet you it was. I bet you this person did it. I said that from episode one. I said, I bet you they did it of the season episode one of the season and i said they did it i know they did it you can't tell me they didn't do it i know they did it and they sure did they sure did they did it and i was like i knew it i knew it but you didn't know that they did it until the final episode like season one season one you find out who does it in like episode eight but then you find out that there's more to the picture and that's what gets you to episode 10 and oh my god there is always a death there is always a death so now I need to finish season three because tell me why I binge watched season two in two days. Hi. Hi. And the two in season two stands for two days to finish this because babes, you best believe I stayed in bed and binge watched it. I sure did. I should have been working on essays and stuff, but what was I doing? Binge watching season two. I was binge watching season two. I think I just got lip gloss on the mic again. And I'm not sorry. I'm not. I can't say that I'm sorry. I cannot say that your girl is sorry. Also, where's my Aggie ring? (laughs) Me. Where's my Aggie ring? Okay, I found it. I, okay, listen, I watch Brittany Broski podcasting and I see that she has her Aggie ring on. And I'm just like, that is a queen. That is the queen of Terrison, if you will, if you will. That is the queen of Broski Nation. And I stand beside her. And I stand beside her through thick through thin, through ups, through downs. I will stand beside her. Now, no comments on any of her recent public, um, what is it, public accusations about her being quiet with Palestine and stuff. Like, do not, do not come for me. Do not come for me, y'all. Do not come for me because I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. As I said in last podcast episode, I do stand, and as as I have always stand, from the river to the sea, Palestinians will be free. Um, continuing on. Only murders in the building. How do we go from? I have no idea, but I love only murders in the building. It is so good. I've been reading Akatar. Oh my god. So I was telling my roommate how I kind of didn't like how one, I did not like books one through three of Akatar. I hated them. I was just trying to get through them. Book, I'm sorry. I know everyone was like, book one sucks. Everything else gets better. Book one, two, and three sucked. I know everyone's like, I love a court of mist and fury. Like books one through three got three out of five stars for me. I think, did I rate a court of mist and fury a four star? I might've, I might've rated it a four star. I highly doubt it. 
I highly doubt it. Hold on. I need to check my Goodreads. Which, if you're not following me on Goodreads, you better. I'm podcast girly on Goodreads, too. Hold on. I need to check. I need to check what I've rated them. Hold on. We're pulling it up. She's loading. My Wi-Fi sucks here. Yeah, I rated A Court of Frost and Starlight a five stars. I thought it was the cutest little book. thought it was the cutest little miniature book. Ooh, we are definitely talking about Iron Flame afterwards because I need to go back and change my rating. Yeah. Court of Wings and Ruin, three. Wow, I rated A Court of Mist and Fury a five star. A Court of Thorns and Roses, I rated it a two. I'm going back and rating A Court of Mist and Fury a three. And I need to go back and change Iron Flame to a four instead of a five, which hurts, which hurts. But sometimes I feel like I need to sit here and digest the information before I give it what I give it. Kingdom of Ash was a five star. Damn, Fourth Wing was a five star. Tower of Dawn, I gave it a four. Empire of Storms, a four. Queen of Shadows, five. Air of Fire, four. Assassin's Blade, I gave it a four because of how sad I was when I finished it. I think it's finally time for me to accept it as a five star because I keep, to this day, I still talk about Assassin's Blade as my favorite book. But I remember when I finished it, I was so sad that I literally couldn't admit that it was a five star. I remember like it broke my, I remember loving everything, everything about the book until we got to those last 100 pages, y'all y'all maybe like the last 75 pages even crown of midnight five throne of glass five yeah when we got to those last 100 pages man i couldn't do nothing but cry i mean i remember i couldn't even let myself cry because i had to numb myself while reading the book it is so sad and if you are reading assassin's blade before you read throne of glass i understand that it's the prequel but that's not the order you read it in because it will not be sad it will not touch you until you read books one and two i know there's like the romance order the publishing order this and that i read book one throne of glass book two crown of midnight and then assassin's blade and then air of fire um that's my recommendation for you but dog and that is the only way you're going to understand assassin's blade that is the because Throne of Glass introduces the people, introduces the world. That's your world building. That's everything. Assassin's Blade, you need to have knowledge of it. Like, it's not one of those things that you can start there and move along. You have to have a knowledge. You Assassin's Blade is, is for the people who are obsessed. It's for the people who are obsessed with the series. And it is not a book that you can skip at all it is not a book that you can skip because to truly understand the world building and the thought and the planning that sarah j mass did for throne of glass you have to read assassin's blade at some point damn that book broke me and so when i finished it i could not even be happy because it ripped my heart out so hard that i couldn't even say it was a good book but now i i think i talk about it at least once a day at least once a day but a Court of Silver Flames, I was, so I was complaining about Throne of Glass. I mean, I was complaining about Akatar because I didn't like Farah. From book one, I was like, Nesta became my favorite character for one simple moment. One moment, she was a cunt the entire time. And one moment made Nesta my favorite character. And it was because Farah was going along and she's, 
you know, she's just being dumb. She was being dumb. She was not a Selena. She was not a Selena. Farah was Farah was not a Selena. Selena from book one, she was that girl. She had a head on her shoulders. That is why she was put into slavery. Hey, by the way, if you don't know what Throne of Glass is, um, Throne of Glass starts with Selena, Selena Sardothian being pulled out of slavery. <laughs> That's who she is. That that is who she is because she was such a well known criminal that she got pulled out of slave that she was like sentenced to slavery by the king because she was the most dangerous person on the continent on the planet really most dangerous person there was so hey she went into slavery hey she was thrown into slavery like that's just how sharp her mind was at such a young age she wasn't even 18 and her mind was so sharp they had to throw her into slavery Feyre on the other hand was so depressed so broken and so was Selena but she always had a head on her shoulders Feyre was such a broken broke little nobody that like she was going about it and she was just happy to be here she was a golden retriever just happy to be here and finally happy to not be thinking for herself and then it backfired on her nesta since book one has always had a head on her shoulders and you see it in one moment where she says and this is not even a spoiler but you see it in one moment when she says his glamour never worked on me i went to look for you couldn't find i realized i had to turn around so she turns around goes back home to the human realm and she she uh mentions how like pharaoh was like oh my gosh you went looking for me and she was like of course i do and pharaoh was like but you always say a b c d about me and like her response was i care i act like this because i care i act like this because i care so deeply that i have to build a wall up to not hurt myself so because i care so deeply is the reason why i'm a cunt to everyone and that's when i loved her and that's when i loved her because she was the only person who had a head on her shoulders that she realized that if i am mean to everyone then what i love can never be used against me the people i love will never be used against me and she had such a head on her shoulders that she was the only person that the magic didn't work on that's a strong woman that is a woman who knows what's up and so i fell in love with her from that moment book five is a what is it, 700 page book <gasps> sorry i'm kind of sleepy book five keep in mind i'm sleepy after having like two shots of espresso and a dutch bros and a dutch bros coffee hi dutch bros hi sponsor me sponsor me if i ever got sponsored by dutch bros i promise you i would pee myself dutch bros just logged off um listen i love a good matcha drink but i've been needing more and more caffeine so i've gone back to coffee like i was really matcha and matcha through and through recently i've been really needing caffeine so we're back to coffee it's not having too much caffeine really isn't good for you but anyways back to what i was saying um what was I saying? Oh yeah, Nesta, Nesta girl, Nesta girl. She, 700 page book, all from Nesta's point of view. And so many people were like, ugh, I wanna finish the series, but I don't want 700 pages all from Nesta's point of view. 
I was so happy to get to that book. Are you kidding me? Especially because in Throne of Glass, you see, you you read a moment where Aelin is falling between worlds and she sees two characters from Akatar. And I was like, oh, I know they're from Akatar because I've seen fan art because I never thought I would read the Akatar series, but now I do. Now I'm in Sarah J. Mass's universe. And she has perfectly created and layered these books for them to all align one day. Because in all books, all of them are talking about like worlds colliding. Hold on, I'm about to change the pop filter. She is talking about worlds colliding. She is talking about world walking in all of these books. And in the last Throne of Glass book, in Kingdom of Ash, you see Aelin falling through worlds, right? And while she's falling through worlds, she falls through the Akatar world. And you see two Akatar characters. And I knew they're Akatar characters because of the way she described them. And I was like, oh, I know they're Akatar because I've seen fan edits. And, and she, so like, I know what the characters from Akatar look like. And the description lets me know that these are Akatar characters. And Lainey got so mad at me and was like, ah, you're spoiling things for you. And I'm just like, when are we going to realize that I don't mind a spoiler? When are we going to realize that a spoiler doesn't stop me from reading a book? When are we going to realize that sometimes I need a spoiler to get through a book? Because I like putting puzzle pieces together. And then she gets mad at me for spoiling because Lainey hates a spoiler. Girl, ooh, if you spoil anything for Lainey, she might just she might just punch you in the throat. She really might. Lainey's book nook on Instagram if y'all want to... She's who, she's who got me into reading. She's who I get all my book recommendations from. She is my roommate. You can go tell her how much I love her. Or you can just tell her how much you hate me. I don't really care. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine just going to look my roommate up on Instagram just to be like, hey, you know your roommate, Brianna? Hate her. Can't stand her. I listen to her podcast and I think she's horrible. Honestly, I think Lainey would laugh and then she would cuss you out. Um... <laughs> She would be like, why are you talking about her like that? Don't do that. Anyways, I love you so much. Thank you for following. Like, Lainey is so funny. Um, I love my roommate. Okay, I want to say I want to say this before anything even gets started. We'll get back around to this talk. I also love my roommate, Lexi. I adore Lexi. It's just that Lexi is not as chronically online as me and Lainey are. Me and Lainey are out here producing content. Lexi is more just the consumer of the content, but she is our content manager. She is our HR rep. She is our manager for both of us. And so if you want to book us, you have to go through Lexi. If you want to fight us, you have to go through Lexi. And so I adore Lexi because Lexi is amazing. Also, come home, Lexi. Come home, Lexi. Come home. She's also never home. And I miss her and I love her and I adore her. So I don't want anyone to think, oh, Brianna doesn't like Lexi. Brianna doesn't da 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 da. We know she has a third roommate. Yeah. And I adore my third roommate. And I love my third roommate. She's just not online posting content. I think she does post on Instagram every once in a while. I need to just go call her a bad bitch just to remind her. You know what? Let's do it together. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> because I'm going to text her this and then this episode is going to come out days later. And I'm just going to be like, hey, to understand why I said this, just watch Podmas Day 4. Just like... Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm doing video content for people who don't know. Okay, Lexi Rumi. Hey, just a reminder. <laughs> you are a bad <laughs> Heart emoji. Sent. Wait, what the fuck? 
hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, I want to, like, I'm trying to hide all our messages from previously because, you know, like, private stuff, but I sent it. Hey, just a reminder, you are a <laughs> I cannot wait until she sees that and is like, thank you, thank you so much. And then I'm just going to be like, you're welcome. Hey, by the way, watch Podverse Day 4. <laughs> Especially if she just, like, says it out loud with me and Lainey. And Lainey's going to be like, Why'd you text her? You're a bad not me. And I'm just gonna like, to understand guys, just watch Podmas Day 4. You'll understand. But anyways, um, so no one even start anything. Don't even start. <laughs> Back to the books. But yeah, and so in Throne of Glass, you get a lot of different perspectives. After book one, so book one, it's just Selena. By book two, I think we start mixing perspectives just a little do we? I don't think so. Actually, I think it's book one, Selena. Oh, we do, because in book two, book two, book two, book two, book two did something, y'all. Book two. I mean, honestly, if you, to understand why I love Throne of Glass, read book one, read book two, and then you can stop there and put it down. Um, so yeah, book two, you start mi mixing perspectives. And so by book it's a seven book series including assassin's blade it's eight but by book i think by book four including assassin's blade or no book five including assassin's blade as being my book three i think by book five you start getting smutty scenes but the smutty scenes are mixed are coming from the mixed perspectives, right? And the scenes get smuttier and smuttier as you read, but you're seeing like different smutty scenes, which is just, you can Google what smut is. I'm not about to explain smut on this podcast, um, but you're getting it from different perspectives. Problem with Akatar for me was, I wasn't getting mixed perspectives at all. They weren't mixing up perspectives at all. And then because of that, other people are romantically involved. You know, other characters are romantically involved with people, but you weren't getting smut from their perspective. And I'm just like, I'm kind of bored of Farah, of Farah and her husband being smutty. I am so sick and tired of Farah and her husband being smutty. Give me a smutty scene from someone else, you know? A Court of Silver Flames does that. A Court of Silver <laughs> Starting from A Court of Frost and Starlight. Is that the name? Yeah, A Court of... No, A Court of... A Court of Starlight? Man, I don't care. Book four. From book four, you start getting mixed perspectives. You start seeing perspectives from other characters, which I loved and adore. And then A Court of Silver Flames. You get the smut from everyone. And let me tell you, Nesta is that girl. I've said that. So many of you hated her. So many of you hated her. I said she was that girl from book one. I knew I would love her. I don't even know why. I I just love, I just love a main character with a head on her shoulders. I love a main character who's not stupid. I love a main character that is one, a woman, and two, a woman with a mind. A woman with a mind that could kill. Because to me, that is more important than brute force. Because brute force and power can be learned. A mind? You have it or you don't. You know, you have it or you don't. And so, I love a main character. I love a, 
MMF. Wait, an MF? No, it's MCF, main character female. Oh, I'm still trying to learn the book talk Ac acronyms. Like, that is so hard. <gasps> she responded. She said, this made me smile. I love you. You are a bad Love you too. I literally just went <laughs> Okay, anytime I like, I literally just H E H E H E, like hardcore. Anytime I type that out in my mind, just know it's <laughs> I love you too. Mwah. <laughs> I love her so much. She's gonna be so confused. I'm like, tee tee. Um, Lainey, you're a bad bitch too, but I'm gonna tell you that. I'm <laughs> me doesn't text it to her i'm gonna let you wait until you see the podcast episode to know though <laughs> um but yeah that's my train of thought all right so this is where we're gonna end the podcast of it no i'm playing um but yeah i love a main character with the with the head on her shoulders and you got that from book one from selena but farah oh farah farah darling you were just stupid Farrah darling, Farrah darling, Farrah, oh my darling, oh my darling, oh my darling, Clementine. She's, who remembers um, Boomerang? Who remembers Boomerang from when they were a kid? That used to be my, oh, that used to be my network. Girl, I love me some good Boomerang cartoons. Bring it back. Bring that back. Bring that level of cartoons back. I understand why they won't bring it back because a lot of those cartoons were racist as hell, but were they good? Ooh, girl, were they good? And every time I rewatch them and I start seeing all the racist jokes pop up, I just got to be like, it was a different time. It was a different time. These cartoons were made back in a time where the producers and stuff did not believe that black people should have rights. Look at us now, you know. <laughs> but I think I want that style of cartoon to come back just without the racism. I love the heart tattooed on me. So, Iron Flame. If you know, and if you follow me on Goodreads at Podcast Girly, you would know, you would know that Fourth Wing is my favorite book. Throne of Glass is my favorite series. Fourth Wing is my favorite book. So I instantly was like, oh, this is about to be my favorite series because I, what made it my favorite book was the way these characters talk to each other. I love the F you, F this, F that, hyping each other up because I felt like it really reminded me of my friends, how we're all being stupid, how we like, especially me, like I felt like I was Violet, you know? I mean, I wasn't weak in the knees, literally. She weak in the knees, the elbows, the shoulders, head, knees and toes, head, shoulders, knees and toes. She weak in all of it, okay? Um, <laughs> I wasn't weak like her. But, like, I felt like, because even, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, literally, she is just, the way she talks about things, the way she interacts with her dragons, it would so be me, sassy, cunty. Like, she is that girl. And so I loved it. So I thought Iron Flame would be a lot like that. But Rebecca Yaros, she has only written romance. Fourth Wing was her first time writing fantasy and she knocked it out the park thing is you get to iron flame and she went right back to romance and that's what i didn't like it was i fourth wing was fantasy and then a sprinkle of romance and i mean it still had a lot of romance parts but it was still more fantasy and war and arguing and then 
a sprinkle of romance. <sighs> Iron Flame was romance with a sprinkle of fantasy. World building's done. Now here's all the characters and their toxic relationships. I did not like it. I did not like it. I didn't like it at all. And I still love the book because the banter was there and whatnot. But I felt like a lot of the toxic relationship that was toxicing could all be avoided. It could all be avoided if Violet could stop being stupid. If Violet would just accept who she is dating and move on with her life, it'll all be fine. But because she doesn't want to accept who she's dating, she doesn't want to accept who she signed up to date, she got an issue. And now she got the biggest issue of her life. Once I read the end of that book, oh my God, y'all. I could have jumped off a cliff. I had a, I, because of the reactions online, I thought it was going to be worse than it was. But truly, I was like, didn't we all see that coming? I just didn't think it would be that character. We all saw that coming. I just thought it would have been a different character. I thought it was still going to be one of the main group, like someone from the main group. I just was like, it just won't be this person or this person. But it's definitely going to be someone, right? Well, it happened to be that person. And it's just, the rest of it is giving predictable. It's giving that it's going to finish off like the Throne of Glass series. So-and-so is going to learn how to heal them. Um, it's, it's just giving predictable. And so it's... Uh, I'll see how the series goes, but right now, I'm hoping it's just the way, I'm hoping like that book just ends up being the filler book, the trash book that you need to continue on. You know, you always have that book in the series. You have the book that is so trash, but like, I'm hoping Iron Flame is my Tower of Dawn. Trash, useless. It could have been cut down to a chapter because all you needed was this one in piece of information from the book. And then you can't push it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Iron Flame. So many things should have been cut out. So many things should have been cut out. I'm sorry. I didn't like the way. I just, it's not that I don't like the way the plot is advancing. I love the way the plot is advancing. And I feel like it's not that, oh, this should be, this could have been cut down to a chapter. I just felt like, I just did not like that it was focused on romance. But we'll see how it goes. December of 2024 is when book three comes out. So hopefully, hey, Rebecca, girl, my birthday is December 15th. If you want to give me a birthday gift. <gasps> Sorry. Um, if you want to give me a birthday gift, December 15th, go ahead and release book three. I don't even know what it's called. <sighs> yeah, we're going to end this year. Okay, go ahead and follow me on all the socials, TikTok, Instagram. That's always down in the description. If you want my Twitter to be public again, get one of these Podmas episodes to 100,000 views or downloads or whatever. Rate, like, subscribe, review. <laughs> Rate and review the podcast. Go ahead and follow and subscribe to the podcast. You already know what goes down. You've been here for over 40 minutes. I'm pretty sure you like the sound of my voice. You like my voice. It turn you on. Go ahead and watch the next episode to see me in a thong. I am so lying. You would not see me in a thong on this podcast episode. Maybe on Twitter. <laughs>